0: Making big changes in your life can be really hard, and it can be lonely. What if you had experts to help you organize your thoughts, clear the path, and help you stay on track for the long haul? What if you had a posse of good friends who not only get you and your dream, but they are there to support you and to hold you accountable? What if you had a full six months with two master coaches by your side to hold your hand, to kick your butt, and to keep you on track until you grow into that next fabulous incarnation of yourself. If you're ready to live the life that you've imagined, we'll show you how. Join us at Camp Reinvention, a six-month transformational program beginning in January 2020, with special pricing exclusively for Leslie's Covey Club members. Head on over to campreinvention.com forward slash Covey. Hello all you Covey Clubbers out there. This is Leslie Jane Seymour and we're here to talk about how to reinvent yourself. Thank you for coming. I have somebody who's so interesting that I just had this wonderful conversation with her. Her name is Janisha Alora, and she lives in the Philippines. And she has connected 200,000 women together in order to support each other online and offline and to live a richer life. Does that sound familiar to you? Anybody who's been on the CoveyClub.com site? I hope it does because that's what I'm trying to do. Anyway, she has done it and she is really such an interesting, inspirational person and you will hear from her. What I love is that she is all about stepping out of your comfort zone, and she's talking about how to take criticism and how to take it in and turn it around, and boy, has she had to do it. And she's so she has reinvented herself so many times when she talks about being a teenager and having to figure out how to put herself through school and, uh, and be able to maximize the money she could make in her three hours a day that she wasn't attending class. And she started out as an aerobics instructor. So it's absolutely amazing. And then to upper game, she, she was bullied in school. Can you believe this? And then she joined the Miss Singapore pageant and she won. And she realized also that the thing that she loves to do, she loves to do PR and communication. You will see that in, and hear that in her voice, certainly. And her whole message is about farm out the stuff you don't like do the things you're good at, and those are the things that will get you to where you want to be when you reinvent. And she's very practical, and her site is called soulrichwomen.com. Sorry, soulrichwoman, W-O-M-A-N, so we don't confuse it.com. And what she talks about is most importantly, this is her quote, You have to function in a zone of genius, and she has certainly found hers, and she has a lot to say to us, and to you and me, about how to find ours. And what I really love is she says, alone you are strong, together you are unstoppable. And she also loves to throw around what she calls the F words, being fabulous, free, and having financial independence. So let's welcome the wonderful. Janisha. And hi, Janisha. How are you? It's 9 p.m. where you
1: live, right? Yeah, that's right, Leslie. That's where I'm at, in Singapore.
0: Singapore. I, am, I think you get the award for being our farthest reinventor so far. So thank you for doing this. And I appreciate you staying up late and talking to us. And so does everybody in the Covey Club. We're really excited to talk to you. So you are like a super duper uber connector over there. Why don't you give us a little bit of your history, who you are, where you grew up, and let's talk about, then I will ask you some questions about your first life, and then we'll talk about your amazing reinvention where you actually are trying to do very similar things to what I'm doing, which is connecting
1: women around the world. Well, thanks for, first of all, for having me on your show um, hi, my name is Janisha Alora. I'm founder of Soul Rich Woman, largest Southeast Asia female entrepreneur network connecting over 200,000 women across the region. So what we do is we help women to go from offline to online to find clients online, to find their brand recognition online so that they can live a rich life. Uh, for me, when I first started, I started very young at the age of 14 years old. Yes. 14, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. 14 years old because uh, my family financially, we were not sound. Uh, so my mother pawned her gold and then raised uh-huh. some funds and then sent me for uh, three certifications, which is uh, aerobics, yoga, and line dancing. So I became <laughs> an instructor.
0: You <laughs> instructor.
1: You're kidding. Okay. Yeah.
0: Which one were you an instructor in?
1: Uh, so, I teach uh, high and low impact, and of course, uh, I do step boards as well, um, and, and many other courses that I took. Yeah, with uh, last time, it was like Reebok and Nike. Oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that was
0: your first actual invention of who you were. How many years did you do that for?
1: Well, during that time, um, I, I mean, like I started during that time where I was still supporting myself through school, which was really difficult, right? Uh-huh. And during that time, I had to stand up and, you know, be able to, see the real world for what it is like you know Mm -hmm. when you go and teach a class of 20 ladies and they are Mm -hmm. way much older than you Mm -hmm. when you're compared to 15 16 years old and they're like you know what can you teach me right Right. so i still remember there was a moment where this lady uh, during an aerobics class in fact she was not very happy to see me as an instructor because i looked really young Uh and then after the class ended she came to me and then she was like you know what I think you suck. <laughs> she said that? Okay. Literally. I mean, literal translation. I mean, so, to in that whole moment in time, I felt like, you know, my whole world collapsed because being 14, 15, you know, you're like, oh, you know, I'm still building my self-esteem and then this person just come along and said, you know, you, you're too young and you can't do, um. you know, that. And so, that was how it affected uh, it affected me. But it, yes. I turned it around, right? And I said, you know what? I went back home I cried. I went to my mother. I said, "Mom, you know it's it's really terrible. You know this auntie actually told me to, you know like, you know you suck." And then it's like my mom. <laughs> I, my, I said, I told my mom. I said, my mom. I said, mom, I'm gonna give up. I'm no longer gonna. I'm no longer gonna teach. I don't care whether there's food on the table anymore. I'm just gonna give up. And then my mom was like, "Well." you can give up or you can rise up and reborn and be a better version of yourself 2.0, well, you can make a choice. Well, this Mm -hmm. is the time that you can decide whether you want to, you know, progress or you want to regress or stay on the same spot in your own comfort zone. Mm. So that was how I was taught to always step out of the comfort zone, to Mm -hmm. go towards the dreams that always truly imagined. So that's how I actually got a taste of my first, uh, you know, flow of my life where I was out in the world and then transforming myself step by step and so did you go
0: back to that class and did you do something different or did you just proceed ahead and and ignore that woman when she was in your class again
1: I think one of the biggest things is learning how to handle criticisms and Mm -hmm. sometimes it's never about you we just take it positively in our stride and then and sometimes we're just not a good fit, right? The student and the teacher is just not a good fit. So it's okay, I mean, you can choose another instructor, no problem at all. So that's how we progressed. Mm, okay.
0: And where did you go from there? How long did you continue as an instructor and then what was your next incarnation?
1: Well, my journey was for almost, I would say 10 years. Right. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, So I was supporting myself to school. Life was very tough. I was bullied in school. And then the next next phase was when I knew I had to prove myself, right? I had to do something more. So I joined the Miss Singapore pageant and um, I won. Oh my God. Okay, Just the
0: first time out?
1: Uh, The second time.
0: Wow. Okay. Wow. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, so that really opened doors for me. In fact, uh-huh. because I had already taught for, I have already had experience as an instructor for more than ten years. Because I was able to move a group of ten to a group or to up to a group of a thousand in a stadium, oh because my of this. Ex- God. Yeah, so because okay. of this experience, standing on stage was, uh, you know just natural for me but it yeah. was all about improving myself going to the next level finding my own voice finding my own brand um, how do you how do you work as a team with 90 over delegates from all over the world mm-hmm. how do you find your voice on the platform where you can present yourself to the best to represent your country mm-hmm. so that's how I picked up all these skills uh, along the way
0: mm.
1: okay so then what happened? Uh, well, I took up an image consultant certification shortly after I won and I, be, I started my own image consultancy agency mm-hmm. and immediately we had clientele uh, who are CEOs and directors of companies, politicians in Singapore mm-hmm. who hired me to look at their body language, their department, their grooming and my portfolio grew. However, in 2011-2012, I was kind of going through a quarter-life crisis mm-hmm. because uh, I was going through this journey where I no longer am able to see myself trading time for money, which means if I work, I get paid, I work, I get paid, I don't work, I don't get paid. Ah, so,
0: okay. Because yeah. it was all based on you and your activity and your your personal time.
1: Yes, that's right. And okay. even though I had other instructors, but it was still pretty much um offline, right? So I right. wanted to do something more scalable. So right. in 2012 I decided to go online and um, it was really not easy during that time because uh, you know you you still have to piecemeal things together and Mm. there was no clear direction so I spent about hundred thousand dollars worth of courses from different parts of the world and trying to learn and figure out how this online thing really really work and wow yeah, so that's how I actually got started. And in three months, I made my first $100,000 online. And in a year, I, made, I crossed my first million dollars. All right, you got to teach a class to me then because that's
0: incredible. That's unbelievable. I love it. And what were your best courses? Are there courses that you recommend that people take who are trying to do similar things? A lot of women are coming from offline and have to go into digital space because that's the place that um a is most flexible for them at this point in their lives and also it's available and it has a low cost of entry
1: mm-hmm. i think there are many causes out there but most importantly find something that is um has been done by someone who has been there done that mm-hmm. you know look for look for a mentor who mm-hmm. can understand you or get you rather than find um uh, Literally cut through the fluff and really find someone who can solve your problem immediately. I think that would be a very good way to source uh, an online program. Yeah.
0: Do you look for the person to be available to you? I mean, is that, is that meaning that I shouldn't take a course or someone shouldn't take a course where you can't actually access the instructor? Or what do you mean by that?
1: Well, I spent a hundred thousand uh, okay. dollars buying different causes. Whether it was there was a mastermind group involved, or ah, whether it was a one-to-one, okay. all I can say okay. is that when you have different <laughs> place things that's happening for you, uh-huh. I will say that culturally and contextually is is um, important to put into your own business. So it doesn't mean that when someone on the other side of the world doing an online course for you is applicable to what you're doing because what the laws and rules and regulations in your ah, own country okay. could also be different, right? right Even in right. the online space you know, is still yes. governed by the country laws, right? Yes, so it's yes, it's yes. not like you can do online and escape under the noses of the tax yes. uh, auditors, yes, right? Yes,
0: yes, yes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so there is a there is a process where you need to put in place in order to go online so that uh, you can scale your time. I think most importantly, you must be able to function in your zone of genius. Oh, I like that. Okay. Mm. And how do you find what that is? Well, that is when you are truly passionate and you love doing it every single day and every single time. Like for me, I totally love to be on top of the business and not be in the business. So I love to do sales and marketing stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so I outsource like my admin work, my accounts and other stuff that I, I don't want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. I used to do, say for example, I Uh used to handle all my social media. I used to do my own Pinterest. I do Uh used to do my own Facebook and everything. Right. But now I have a system and process because it's been so many years. Right. So I set up, process for mm-hmm. my team to follow so that they can implement mm-hmm. what I've set out to. By delegating 80% of my time mm-hmm. out, I focus on my zone of genius 80% of the time. Mm-hmm.
0: And so how did you get there? Describe for these um, people who are are trying to do what you do, how did you get there? What were the steps you took?
1: First thing first is, do you want to scale? Like, do you want to have more free time? In the first place, when you do online, what is the real objective? You really need to ask yourself this question. If you're taking an offline mindset to mm-hmm. do an online business, it's definitely not going to work. Mm. Let, let, me, let me just share with you. A lot of women tell me that, Janisha, I can't do outsourcing. I can't delegate out. You know, I got to do everything myself. Anyway, nah. it's only like, you know, 20 minutes of my time or four hours of my time, you know, why Mm -hmm. do I need to outsource or delegate? Mm -hmm. But hey, if you look at it this way, do you go spa? Mm -hmm. Do you do massage? Do Mm -hmm. you do your manicure or pedicures? Mm -hmm. Do you indulge in movies and go Mm -hmm. out for shopping? Mm -hmm. Well, if you say yes to any of these uh, questions, Mm -hmm. then you will have the money like example, $50 mm-hmm. to hire somebody to outsource five hours a week of your time in order for you to have five more hours to do exactly what you love and not be in the business, but to that's, be on top of the business.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. I think that is the hardest thing about starting up a new business is to work on the business, not in the business. How did you figure that out? So
1: was that an early revelation for you? Quite early because I started when I was 14. So I already had my quarter-life crisis very early (laughs) in my age, right? So by the time I... Because I've also built a cafe retail chain from scratch. We were in Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia. So I do the PR and marketing. So I know how important it is to be able to function in your zone of genius Mm -hmm. and be able to partner with people so that, you know, each of us function in our own best geniuses. And then we grew the business to the next level and exited to a public listed company. So, yeah. So all these comes through experience and how willing are you to empower your team to do the work for you and don't expect your team to read your mind. You know, I have many women who say, you know what? I hired someone from this online platform and then they can't do nuts for me. Then I asked them, do you actually even know what you want? Then they told me, they said, oh, I don't know what I want. I just want them to edit my video, you know? So I said, if you just want them to edit your video, that's really vague. You know what exactly do you want them to do? Because they they can't just climb into your mind and read through your neurons and decide how your video is gonna look like or how you want to channel your message, right?
0: And so, these are, you've just been an entrepreneur then, basically from day one. Uh, from you know, fourteen since fourteen. Yeah. Yes. So that's just in your blood. Was your family an, an entrepreneur? Was you, what did your mom do? Was she a stay-at-home mom or did she, did she work herself? Or, and how did what do you think it is that sort of ignited you as being an entrepreneur? Did you just like being completely independent and guiding your own, your own world?
1: I would say when I was 14, I was going through school I was asking myself, how can I make more within an hour? Because when you finish school, it's almost like um, 3 to 4 o'clock in the evening and I Ah. will take a short break Mm -hmm. and then I would, about 5 p.m., I would start to travel to wherever the classes are and only in one night, I can teach maximum two classes. Mm -hmm. So... Because of school commitments, sometimes I can only teach three times a week or maybe even two times a week. Mm -hmm. And then I ask myself, how can I maximize my hour Mm -hmm. every single time? Mm -hmm. So I started this group where I brought in different instructors where Mm -hmm. um, I could send them out for different jobs across the island at different points in time. Mm -hmm. So that I could earn more. Within I an see. hour, without my own effort, so that I was see. my first taste of entrepreneurship, and a very
0: specific type of figuring out how to scale very early. You were you were a scaler very very early,
1: without knowing I'm a scaler. Right. It's only through but looking amazing. back. Yes, yeah. looking
0: back. So now, talk about what you do for women with your, um, you know your your entire program. What is it so that? Um, my members understand what it is and what is the concept behind it and then what do women come in for and what do they like?
1: So I think a little bit backstory first because I was doing my cafe retail chain. I was based in Indonesia. Mm -hmm. So my only way of communication out to the world was just my webcam, my internet and whatever time I have, you know, in between managing the franchise uh in the country. During that time I started teaching webinars every single Wednesday. So I call it Webinar Wednesday. So there's a tonality <laughs> to it, you know? And I was on live every Wednesday, 9 p.m. like sharp. So I did that for an entire year. Okay. And what
0: were you teaching?
1: I was sharing my Um, secrets and my ideas and my thoughts about how to build an online business how you find clients online how do you launch a service or product online so that was literally and essentially what I was doing because at that time when I was based in Indonesia even though I was running a successful retail chain
0: right because you were actually running an offline business right
1: Yeah. And deep inside me, I was not aligned. I just felt that something was missing. I I knew I need to go back to my calling. I mean, my calling is to really serve women at the highest level Mm -hmm. of, you know, whatever I know. And, of course, build a network. So, that's how I got started through the webinars. And at first, you know what? Leslie, nobody watched my webinars, you is know. Right? Zero viewers, you know, to the sound of the crickets. Okay, alright, okay. okay. All right. okay. <laughs> and then, a good thing is because we uh, mastered Facebook ads and, and stuff like that. So, it allowed me to reach out to more people and being mm-hmm. consistent every single day. Uh, a, a lady would bring another lady, mm-hmm. another lady would bring another lady. And then, the online started from zero to the ten mm-hmm. to the 50th, mm-hmm. to the 100th. And that's how we grew. So the whole platform essentially started from there. The whole community thing was something that I envisioned it to be because alone, you are strong. Together, we are unstoppable. Mm -hmm. I have come to a point in my life that the limelight does not need to be on me anymore per se, Mm -hmm. but more of how can I channel all my resources, my strategy, my brain juice, my network Mm -hmm. onto this platform so that all the women can benefit by shortcut their success. Mm. You know, they don't have to go through the hard way. You know, all they need yes. to do is just follow the mm-hmm. proven mm-hmm. system that I've put together over the last seven years. It's mm-hmm. called a Soul Rich Woman Blueprint. How can you go through this step by step so that you can achieve your success in a very high, noisy Competition, industry, you know, still can be able to succeed. So that's what we are doing. So eventually, we have this movement that's called the F word for women who love the F word. Mm -hmm. And what is your F word? Being fabulous. Oh, okay. Freedom. Okay. Okay. And financial independence. Mm, Okay.
0: I like that. Okay. And so... What happens when they come to your site? And is it in English as well? Can um, my consumers find it?
1: Yes, of course. It's in English and it's available for all women Mm -hmm. around the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, The reason why we focus on Southeast Asia because that's closest to home. And of course, um, there's a lot of women we we need to support as well because Southeast Asia is rising up where internet has just, I mean, online is just like the wave has just heated up over in our yes. region, right? Right. Just like a, yeah. So we are helping women to find their voices online. Mm-hmm. Like only in like, for example, in Malaysia, only one out of, uh, out of one out of five companies in Malaysia are owned by a woman. And, you know, in Vietnam, let's say in Hanoi, I would say it's a very different breed as compared to someone from Ho Chi Minh. So, mm-hmm. someone from Hanoi is still very plagued by the stigma of being able to become an entrepreneur. In fact, most of the women over there, um, mm-hmm. even though they are, like, uh, they are entrepreneurs, but the younger generation now, they are rising up. Um, they are still kind of bound by the work that they are doing. Mm -hmm. So they're looking more for like confidence. How can you Mm -hmm. uh, be a better version of yourself, you know, so that they can actually transcend to the next level. Mm -hmm. So people, women from the Philippines, they are more of buying low, selling high, like trading. Uh So we are helping them more to, you know, look into, you don't just buy low, sell high, you know, you know, you need to know how to establish a brand. You need to know how to and then I've built an identity you know if you even though you're in a noisy marketplace mm-hmm. you need to know how to generate good reviews right not mm-hmm. fake reviews but mm-hmm. good authentic mm-hmm. genuine reviews like so mm-hmm. how do you do all these things right so mm-hmm. these are just processes that we we have used to help these women across the region to get mm-hmm. started
0: mm. and so it's mostly business advice that you're offering
1: well, one of our F words is all about being fabulous. <laughs> okay. All right. Which is related to confidence and uh-huh. you know turn on your confidence and turn off your self-doubt, right? Okay, yes. Yeah, so that's how you really can um, grow. Uh, so what are some of the key things we talk about? We always talk about, you know, how to get clients online. We talk about how to build brand and recognition online. How do you build confidence online? Because like, for example, how do you actually do videos? And videos are going to be the next wave mm-hmm. where you need to be able to present like even mm. a, in a podcast as well. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the women are still shy. They are still holding back. So mm. how can we give them a nudge and say that, you know what, this is a place where you can be on and learn something so that you can spend like two to four hours even though taking care of of your kid, even though you're a mother, you need to take care of your husband, the household chores, you still can do online and still be financially independent and not be dependent uh, fully on your husband. You can make a decision, have a voice, you know, Mm -hmm. buy the things that you want to buy with your own pocket money. So that is why we help women and we only do one thing and one thing only, which is to help women to go from offline to online to do that financial independence, to do that fabulous, to do that freedom piece.
0: Wow. And you have 200,000 people doing this?
1: Yes, that's right.
0: Wow. Amazing. And do you do, do, you do it through, um, it's all online, but do you do events? Do you do other kinds of things as well? Do you write? Well,
1: through- we... Well, I'm an author as well. I'm an author of my book. It's called Your Possible Personal Branding Secrets. Mm -hmm. I've got another book. It's called the... um ambitious woman, you know, five key mindset shifts about money. So this Mm -hmm. one is more related to money. One book is about personal branding. Uh, So I'm a published author. Uh, Mm -hmm. But most of the things that we are doing now are majority online. In Mm -hmm. every country, we uh, we run about two to three events uh, a year offline. The Mm -hmm. reason is because a lot of the women online still want to be able to see you offline to identify the authenticity and to be able to uh, see whether you are real or not you know are you real because right. seeing is believing right right so, but you see we just kept at our vision because when a woman changes her life her entire community benefits i like that
0: a woman changes her life that's really good <laughs> And so um, what is your next step? And, and can you talk a little bit about, I don't know if in, in your experience, or do you see any changes in what women face as far as barriers as they get older? Is there, is there or do you see it pretty much the same? Because it sounds to me like um, you're coming from a sort of more difficult space to start with. And mm-hmm. age may not present itself as big a barrier at this point, right? Or does it? Yeah,
1: age is never an issue. I would say it's. Okay. I feel that all women are pretty much all or less the same. Like God made us pretty much the same in His image, but just that I think the most important thing is always to focus on stepping out of your comfort zone. And are you open and willing to be coachable and willing to unlearn to and to relearn? You know, because sometimes what we know may not be the accurate one right or right. maybe what we know is a blind spot so right. we don't know what we don't know and we can't give what we don't have right so right. that's why a community is really really very important because that's when like-minded people come together and that's when they gather they support each other because empowered women empower mm-hmm. others mm-hmm. so what is
0: the what is the biggest takeaways for women who are listening to this, who think that they want to do something like this. They want to um, empower women around them to be financially stable and to create businesses online that they can scale. Should they be going out and taking $100,000 worth of courses online, or what should they be doing to, to do a similar kind of thing? And today, recognizing that today, there's much more that is accessible than perhaps in the past. What would you recommend that they start with?
1: The first thing is always to find a mentor.
0: I think that one, you can
1: definitely shortcut your success if you really find someone who has been there and done that. That's the the fastest and the quickest way to do what you need to do. You don't have to be like me to take $100,000 worth of causes because that was me trying to figure my path out. So now that you have a better path, You know, and there's a shortcut to success. Find someone who has already been there, done that, and then just do it. So there are two ways to look at a mentor. One is to really find somebody whom you truly respect, whom you really, really respect, not worship. All right, it's two Mm. different things Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because we have our ego, we have our pride, we have our stubbornness, we have our perfectionism Mm -hmm. within us, and all these things sometimes block our ears and we can't hear our mentor. So, only if you truly respect your mentor that you know that your mentor has been there and done that that's when you know you're more able to receive because you are willing to be coachable. So, that's the first thing. Second thing, you want to find someone. Who has um, either a direct result or an indirect result of a mentor? Say, for example, if you look for me as your mentor, mm-hmm. of an indirect result because you want to come into Southeast Asia and, and you know you want to network with a sister uh, group here within the region right so that's my indirect result of my business Mm -hmm. a direct result could be if you want to build a cafe retail chain say for example and you know you said okay you want a consultant so so you look for someone who has been there done that built a cafe retail chain and exited to a public listed company so that's Mm -hmm. a direct result so really really uh look at the profile search and google this mentor you know go out and be, be, be an investigator, you know, so that you know uh-huh. really, truly really if credentials are real because now online is so yes, easy to yes, yes, just yes. put anything online. So yes. are they c- credible, right? So you really need to look through all these pieces in uh-huh. order to put them together to find your mentor.
0: And how do you convince a mentor? I mean, I have to tell you, for my entire life, everybody said, find a mentor. I could never find a mentor. I mean, being a mentor is not, you can't just walk up to somebody and say, I want you to be a mentor.
1: Definitely, for sure. That's, that's the, the always like, you know, you go and find a mentor and you think you'll find it. Well, there are usually a few things that happen. First, when the student is ready, the master will appear. Oh, okay? you believe so, that. Okay. All right. Is that, did that
0: happen for you though?
1: Uh, well, I think the first piece about this is when you are ready and when you're open and willing to receive, yeah. your reticular activating system in your brain will open up. So just think about if I said a uh, elephant wearing a pink bikini, what what do you think of in your head? An elephant wearing a pink color yeah, bikini? right. Right? Yeah. You will not be thinking about the trees that's green, the grass that's green, right. because whatever you focus on expands. So when I say this statement, it means that when you are ready to receive, the person will appear. But like what we always say, um, ask and you'll be given, seek and you shall find, sit there and you will die. Because <laughs> if you're not taking action, okay, then you know what's going to happen, right? right? So when people tell me I can't find a mentor, basically they have not found, I mean, they either um they decided they do not want one or, uh-huh. okay. uh, or the other path could be they just uh, have not chance upon the right one. Okay.
0: So but what do you mean? Do you go looking for a mentor somewhere? Honestly, this is just one of those things I'm, and we're doing a little bit of mentoring. We're opening a mentoring room in our, um, in our app and things like that, but it's kind of chemistry. It's kind of, you have to be somewhere where somebody, you know, is, and you inspire something in them and they inspire something in you. Correct. Or do you think it's something else?
1: I don't know what mentorship means to you. Uh, personally, but for me, mentorship could be a 20 20, uh, minutes, uh, you know, where it's a sharing session where the the lady share with me her best essence uh, to me, right? So, the thing that's always happening is women are not willing to ask for help uh, or too yes. scared to ask for yes. help. Yes. I, I think that you know the fear of rejection is so yes. strong. Yes. You know I have had mentorship with Gary Vaynerchuk. I have oh, had with Farrell really? Sandberg. I have had with Mary Buffett. So why can't you do it, right? And does it mean that it has to be a year-long program, or does it have to be like oh structured 90 minutes and you know step by step? No, mentorship comes in different ways. It's a teachable moment. It's Is there a moment where, you know, someone imparts that skill set, that mindset, that nuggets of essence to you, right? Mm -hmm. So only if you step out and you ask. And I mean, so what if the person said, no, try again, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like for me, I've been trying to get to Oprah Winfrey and this Mm -hmm. is like one of my ultimate goals like in life. Okay. And and I I just keep knocking on the door in different ways, right? So never give up when you want to do something, you know? And never be afraid to ask for help i think really really starting very young at 14 has really right. taught me tenacity grit and right, perseverance right, right. and the never say die attitude <laughs> yeah is like, no, you seem like that uh-huh pretty inbuilt within me so i'm just like go out there and and just do it If if i can do it so can you it's all about taking that first step that baby step are you willing to be coachable are you willing to ask for help? Mm -hmm. Then you take the action and then you fall. And then there's a community come into place, which we cheer you on, you know, and then Mm -hmm. that's how you pick yourself up, rise and reborn again and be a better version of yourself and then move forward. So that's how. So you
0: also must like the coaching business because that's all around us also. And I really do believe I'm, I'm at that point where I've seen an awful lot of people who've done really well. They do hire coaches. Have you hired several
1: coaches in the past? I've definitely hired two. Uh, there's two in my life. In uh-huh. fact, three in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. One is more for spiritual and uh, you know, self-healing. Mm-hmm. And the other one is more for how do you public list a company. So mm-hmm. that mentor has public listed two companies before. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I want to learn from him. And that's how we eventually exited to a public listed company so because of that background we knew how to structure the business to exit and not to build a business and hold on and cling on forever right so then the third one is um, the mentor whom i hired to coach me in going online and looking into my blind spots and today Mm -hmm. uh, after more than 10 years he became a partner in so rich woman oh that's wonderful okay Well, we are at the end of our time here. We try
0: to close up at 30 minutes only because our readers say that's their their commuting time and that's when they listen. (laughs) So I wanted to thank you so much. That was such an amazing, you are really, truly inspirational and women will go on. And is it soulrichwomen.com or you want to give your site
1: so people can come to it and find it? Yeah, sure. Um, you can find me or find my network at soulrichwoman.com. S O U L R I C H W O M A N. A woman. Okay. Yeah, that's a- so, so because you are a soul Single. rich woman. Yeah, Wonderful. you are a soul rich woman. That's right. And keep running until your bank account looks like your phone number. Oh, you are great. Fantastic. Well, Janisha, you have to let me know when you get to the
0: States and I owe you a lunch and maybe we'll get you in front of our crowd here because that would be really fun. We have a, a super group of women who would benefit a lot from your enthusiasm and your point of view and your don't take note for an answer. And, and by then, I hope you will have made your connection with Oprah too. So you'll be able to tell us about that.
1: Yeah. I would definitely um, let's keep in touch. And if you ever come to Singapore, please let me host you. I have extra I room available. <laughs> Great. Thank you for
0: your time. I so appreciate it. Thank you, Janicia. Thank you, everybody, for being here today. I hope you enjoyed this kind of completely different interview than I've done in a long time. I thought Janisha is so interesting and so different. And I love the fact that she's doing what Covey Club does, but she's doing it around the world. And I hope that if you enjoyed this conversation, you will tell your friends about it. I hope you will also give us a rating and subscribe. If you give us a couple of stars, please give us five and it will help other people find us. Otherwise, they cannot find us. And we will help other people who need to reinvent themselves. And again, if you know somebody who is a terrific reinvention story, please have them reach out to me, Leslie, L-E-S-L-E-Y at CoveyClub.com and we would love to interview them. So thanks a lot. See you soon and come join CoveyClub.com as well because we have this amazing new Covey Connect app where you can geolocate friends, You can talk to people. We are creating chapter rooms and meetups. Don't miss it. Go to CoveyClub.com and hit the join button and become part of the fun. Take care.